Hello, Marvelites. Welcome to episode number 126 of This Week in Marvel, the official Marvel podcast of news, new releases, comics, pizza, video games, and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of new releases. I already said new releases. I'm a little hyper right now. I'm Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Marvel's Agent M, joined by... Marvel.com editor Ben Morris. My throat is feeling a little raw, but I will keep imbibing water as we go and hopefully carry through. We've got our intern in the house. What's going on? I, no, Lopez. man. I introduce you. <laughs> Protocol. Well, you heard him. He's Alex Lopez. He's taking, taking over. Taking control. <laughs> How you doing? Not bad about yourself. I'm fine. Except a little sick, I guess. No, I'm not sick. I'm just... <laughs> Never mind. I'm sorry I went to him. My bad. Yeah. I take I you did I, that. I own that. Yeah. I own that one. Yeah. Uh, all right. If you're just joining us, we're gonna get into all the new comics out this week. Print, digital, single issue collections. We're gonna talk about movies and TV and video games and all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. And uh, finally wrap up with your questions and comments and boy howdy, there's some a couple good ones. of them this we week. We got some good ones. We got a lot of comics this week. We got a lot of comments this week, so let's just yeah. get to it and uh, Forgive us if we don't go into the extreme detail we sometimes do. Yes. All right, first up is A plus X number 18. Uh, We've got two stories in that one by Jim Kruger uh, with Will Sliney, and then uh, Captain America with Cyclops, Jerry Dugan, David Yarden. Uh, The first one is Vision and Kitty Pryde, which I think is a great pairing. Yeah, it's Um, fun. You know, you've got uh, a computer man, and you've got Kitty Pride, who's this genius heart of the X-Men. She's so great. Uh, so many of our favorite character. Uh, many of ours' favorite characters. There's move no on. grammatical way to do that. It's a sprint, uh, man. And it's got arcadeness, uh, which there was a cool twist to the arcade of it all in this story. Um, a cool twist to their powers, Kitty Pride and Vision, which both of them have a similar power in their arsenal so some fun stuff uh that was a good story the second one our backup is the uh final part of the cyclops and captain america team up which now involves like all kinds of avengers basically just like marvel universe team up yeah it's great avengers and x-men and scrolls and fighting dr doom and like naked doom thing clone last page is a lot of fun uh agent adds it shows up adds it's there uh, yeah, there's there's some really fun stuff with um, these secondary, uh, not secondary, but these. Um, you've got Doctor Strange and Tempest. Tempest. Yeah. From, Tempest uh, and Doctor Strange get the last lines of this six part Cyclops Captain America team up. Yeah. Captain yeah. America and Cyclops aren't even on the last page, guys. Yeah, deal with it. Turns into a Tempest. Uh, Doctor Strange team up. Yep, that's what it so did. All right, listen, we got a double dose of all new. Uh, very hotly anticipated book. We had all new Ghost Rider number one, written by Felipe Smith, art by Trad Moore, crazy art by Trad Moore, like stuff I haven't even seen before. I had never heard of either of these guys before no. this, and I feel bad about that. I do but, too. Um, I'd never heard of both of them, and now I want to see everything else that they've done because yeah. it's terrific. Really cool. Uh, it's the story of young Robbie Reyes, who really neat premise he's living out there in east la taking care of his younger brother who has some physical and mental issues uh trying to get by he's a good kid at heart who has to do some bad things to take care of himself um and his family Uh, it's a really great kind of like this is not peter parker scene where some bullies are picking on his brother and he just jumps at them uh and then you see why 
the neighborhood he lives in is very different than like Forest Hills or wherever Peter Parker grew up. So very different feel. It's like kind of the classic teen teenager put upon needs to go against forces of evil, but very very different. And then he's a he's a drag racer basically. He's he steals cars and races them trying to make some money. He's got the need for speed. He does. We, he likes to go fast and furious. Yeah, he's he's all of those things. Uh, gets into some trouble, and by the end of the issue, big change in him, and obviously the book is called All New Ghost Rider, so you can see where that's going. But this is just really an issue to meet Robbie, meet his brother, get his circumstances. Really great art, cool writing. This is one to watch. Hell yeah. All New X-Factor number five, written by Peter David, art by Carmine DGN Domenico. Last issue Danger joined the team, and this issue is kind of about the consequences of Danger joining the team. Uh, love the way Peter David writes Danger. Does not write her as kind of the killer, crazy robot. She's now struggling to understand her feelings. It reminds me a lot of, you know, other Peter David archetypes, but she shows up in Gambit's bedroom. Uh, that leads to hijinks. She can tell that people are lying, and there's a lot of lying going on in this book. She calls Quicksilver out on something. She calls Harrison Snow, the CEO, out on something. And then she calls this business guy who uh, Serval Industries is dealing with out on something, but that turns out to be disastrous because it's actually an old-school X-Men villain who is very nasty, very dangerous, and brings along an unexpected ally. Yeah. On to Amazing X-Men number five. This is the final part of the Quest for Nightcrawler storyline by Jason Aaron, uh, Ed McGinnis, Dex Vines, and Marte Garcia. Uh, and it's a hell of a tale. Finishes up here. You've got Captain Nightcrawler with the crew of this warship Xavier battling uh, Azazel for control of souls and hell. Have we ever confirmed the pronunciation of, of that? Nope. Okay, I don't know. Let's not start now. I'm not sure how they did it in the the Fox movie. I don't think they but... ever. I don't think they ever called him by name. Really? They had to. Have. Maybe it was like, "Hello, Azazel, come over." Okay, They're just like, "Hey, you." Yeah. Go hey, do this. Hey, guy who doesn't speak yeah. a line in the movie. They did. Do this thing. They said his name one time, I think. I how they pronounce it, smart guy? I think it was just Azazel. Yeah, right. I think my favorite thing about all these books has been well, there's a million things I love. The emotional impact of it all but i love the way ed draws the bamfs yeah and i just i want i want millions of pages of ed mcginnis bamf drawings but we've got uh big things as you know we all know it's going to happen so no spoil well it's maybe a spoiler for some of you nightcrawler's coming back whoa back to the flesh he's alive that's why he has his own book but we won't tell you how and why and, yeah. and all that good stuff uh neat little cameo in here lots of big stuff um Definitely dig into the art on this book and look at the little details because there's tons of little great things going on throughout this one. And there's some masters at work here. Is this Jason's last X book? Uh, he's got one more issue on okay. Amazing to wrap things up. And then Chris Yost and Craig Kyle are coming in to right. take over. Avengers number 27, written by Jonathan Hickman, art by Salvador LaRocco. We've got the all-new Avengers. They don't call them that in the book, but we call them that because it helps us keep track of them. Basically just time-displaced Reality displaced original Avengers analogs who fight our team. They finally come faces to faces in this book. It's kind of cool. It's Jonathan Hickman who does a lot of, you know, high-level crazy cerebral stuff. Just getting to write a good old-fashioned interdimensional fight. The identities of some of these Avengers are kind of cool. His take on the alternate universe, Bruce Banner, is really twisted, and I dig it. 
And while they're fighting each other, AIM is waiting in the wings to do some nastiness. But that's not all. If you pick up this book, as is one of two this week, that for the same price of $3.99 that you would get just one issue, you also get All New Invaders number one. What? So it's a double-size issue. Yeah, this is a chance for you guys to sample uh, one of our new titles. If you're already an Avengers fan, get it for free. If you're, you know, just want to give Invaders a try, it's really a no-lose proposition. So Avengers number 27, big value book. We have another one of those coming up a little later in the show. All right. Avengers Assembled, number 25. Is this the final issue? I know it's Kelly Sue's Yeah, this, this is it. This is it. This is it. Avengers um, Assemble is... They're disassembling. No, oh. No. Uh, written by Kelly Sue DeConnick and Warren Ellis. Art by Matteo Bufagni, David Mikas, Neil Edwards, and Raphael Ienko. Uh This is the Avengers going to save AIM. They, yeah. they have to go help AIM out uh, because AIM being this nation state that they are, uh, they're being attacked, this group of them is being attacked by the Toxic Doxy, mm-hmm. this awesome villain um, who is just nasty and weird and she wants to get all the inhuman cocoons she can to steal all their pretty little powers. And uh, who stands up and knocks her down? Spider Girl. Yeah. Uh, I'm Kelly telling Sue you. Spider Girl series. Spider. Let's keep going for it. I want it. No, I'm not, I'm not announcing it. I'm yeah. saying we want one. Yeah. Uh, Ryan's def- eyes just bugged out of his head. We definitely want one. Uh, the last two pages here are exactly what I would want to see from the first two pages in Spider Girl. Of this new series yeah, that we're that trying we're to pitch to ourselves. Yeah. Uh, it would be so great. And the final page of the book oh, this is, so is great. a poem uh, by Kelly Sue DeConnick. Um, you know, like the, you know, that good night moon. Yeah. I imagine that's what this is a riff on. I believe so, yes. I would assume. Uh, it's really sweet, really cute, uh, and really terrific. Do you think Mm, mm, we mm -hmm, could, mm -hmm. like, just, if we just email Kelly Sue and be like, hey, Kelly Sue, great news, we're editing comics now, you're doing a Spider Girl series, like, could we, we'd work at Marvel. How long a con do you think we could run? We gotta get an artist and stuff, like, produce our own book before someone shuts us down. Uh, I'm gonna say not two days. Long. Yeah, not very maybe. long at all. Uh, maybe we could get a script. <laughs> yeah, maybe possibly. Uh, but Kelly's just pretty smart. No, she she's probably real smart. Call uh, someone, someone to like check on a rate or something. Here's what I'm like, counting what? on. Here's what I'm counting on because she is very smart. I'm counting on her enthusiasm. Outweighing her intelligence. So you're just trying to con Kelly Sue into doing some work. No, ideally, I'd like to get an artist involved. I want to get, I want the whole team. Yeah. But I figure we get Kelly Sue, she's the linchpin, and then people will want to work with her. Yes. So you know, we'll get back to this off air. Yep. Probably not. Uh, Captain America Homecoming, number one. This is a fun little thing. I enjoyed this. Uh, Two stories in this. The first one, written by Fred Van Lente, art by Tom Grummet, who was one of my favorite artists when I was a kid, and his stuff still looks great. Grummy, we like to Old call him. Grummy, uh, is set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, set post-Avengers. It's a nice little wet your appetite for Captain America the Winter Soldier, as it's got Cap and Black Widow teaming up, visiting Brooklyn, taking down a group of terrorists, I guess, spies, mercenaries. Yes. Bad guys. Sure. Uh, fun back and forth banter, very cinematic esque. Uh, the action's great. We get to see, you know, really set up. See Cap's new costume, see Black Widow's new status quo. Enjoyed that. But then as a bonus, you get classic issue of Captain America by Stanley and Gene Colan, the first appearance of the Falcon, which was pretty cool as well. Uh, I had no idea what was going on, but it was nice to just jump in. Yeah. Um, 
I, this this was kind of like my little my little gem of the week because you never know what to expect from uh, when we do the movie tie-ins. But I thought this was really well done. Cool. Deadpool number twenty six is our big uh, breather issue between hmm. epic arcs and epic storylines set in the current. This is another one of those old timey looking back in the past Deadpool stories, and this one has got time travel. It's Deadpool going back to nineteen fifty four to warn Nick Fury that uh, Hitler has gone time traveling and is going to kill Nick Fury, so Nick Fury doesn't kill Hitler. There's a whole thing. Hmm. Uh, if you've ever seen the angry Hitler meme on, yeah. on YouTube... <laughs> oh, this is so great. I've watched a billion of them because oh. I just find them funny when they're done well. Uh, that's like the second page of the... The first or the second page of the yep. book. And from there, it's just rolling. Like Jerry Duggan and Brian Posehn, you know, they're... They've got these inventory issues down to an art oh form. Oh, my God. They're it's brilliant. terrific. Uh, we've got like... This random character who showed time traveling character. We've got a really funny Nick Fury joke. We've mm-hmm. got Back to the Future references. We've got Cable, Deadpool, and uh, 1954 era Nick Fury fighting Hitler in a giant robot. And if you don't like that, then I don't want to yeah. know you. Art's great too. Oh yeah, Everything Scott Coblish is uh, just killing it, and Val just Staples. And it. Love that. Oh, it's so good. Super funny. George A. Romero's Empire of the Dead number three. First of all. Gotta love this cover, which I didn't know what it was at first until I read the story. It's a zombie head. Yeah, it's a zombie head, but it's in a basketball net. That's what I didn't get, because they play basketball in this issue. Shooting Uh, hoops, as we like to say on the street. Written by, uh, yeah, I don't go down to your streets. George Romero writes it, Alex Malev draws it. Uh, More intrigue going on in post-zombie apocalypse-ish. It's not really, I feel like it's not really an apocalypse. They're doing pretty well Um, in New York. We got vampires running the show. There's some political back and forth maneuverings as far as the mayor's office. But the big thing here is that Penny Jones has her kind of pet zombie, Xavier, who she's trying to train to be a functioning member of society. Uh, We see some great gladiatorial scenes with Xavier. She's out on the street. She's doing her thing. Getting to know these characters is really kind of the, the thrust right now. And I'm sure we'll get the big action stuff going on later. But things ain't good. The Empire of the Dead, as you would expect them to to be. Yeah, in in the Empire of the Dead. Yes. Uh, all right, Guardians of the Galaxy number thirteen, big time end of the Trial of Jean Grey storyline, the crossover with all new X Men. Uh, here is there's some huge changes for particularly the all new X Men characters. Jean Grey, you get to see that she is not the same Jean Grey that you would expect at this age. She has been changed by. The trauma, the time travel, the knowing all the different things. So it's it's great because it's not just we're not just getting a rehash of ye old Ms. Or, or Marvel girl Jean Grey, you know, doing her thing. She's evolved. There's a really great sequence here where she's her psychic powers are ramping up and ramping up and all kinds of crazy stuff. And she stands the hell up to Gladiator. It's pretty awesome. Uh, they actually get the um, the Shi'ar to just back the hell off and mm-hmm. go away uh, which probably does not bode well for either the X-Men or the Guardians of the Galaxy but that's something for another day uh, all that's going on, great interactions between all the team members and uh, some really big character moments and changes towards the end of the issue which I do not want to spoil hopefully you will have read it already and see it, uh, my wife after reading it she she read it last night and she was like she, she was remarking about the um, 
the two of the status quo changes in there and how she felt really bad for one of the characters. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah, it's good, big emotional stakes going on. Absolutely. Hawkeye number 18, we're back on the West Coast with Matt Fraction and Annie Wu. This is a Kate Bishop issue, and I really dug this one. So I good. wore it out. Uh, Kate, that dude she keeps running into in the grocery store, who we learn is named Harold Harold? Harold H. Harold? Yeah. And it's Harold Harold Harold. Yeah, it's Harold Harold That's Harold. So he goes by Harold H. Harold. Uh, he says he's leaving L.A. She's bummed. So she says she's going to take his cat. His cat turns out to be crazy. Uh, he's running all over the place. We got the two guys she lives with, who I love these guys. Just some of the best dialogue in a Marvel comic or in a comic here. It's super fun. Uh, things are not good for Harold. We get his backstory finally. Find about how he came to L.A. And it's just cool. It's just this, like, nothing to do with anything in the Marvel Universe except the tangential character ties. Just sort of fable of, like, something going on in L.A., weird crime stuff. Uh, Kate Bishop investigating in the present, finding ties to Madame Mask. Really, I just want to read the dialogue of every issue of this, every page of this issue, because it's great. There's some cool fight stuff. Uh, there's Kate trying to take an impossible shot that she saw a friend do. Um, there is a reference to the other half of yeah. this Hawkeye book, and uh, everything starts tying together. So... I just like this issue. It's hard. It's hard to describe because a lot of it's really from the the specifics. Yeah. Just look at all these pages. So many word balloons, but really funny, really sad, really high stakes, and a killer ending. Yeah, um, you know, I, I see people on Twitter every, every once in a while complaining mm-hmm. about the Kate Bishop focused issues, and it drives me nuts That's because crazy. they're terrific. They're so fun, and I hope it's not just because it's dudes who don't like to see a female. Uh, protagonist yeah. being awesome and being funny and like doing Alex. her own adventures and um, please don't let it be that if you don't like the content that's one thing but don't let your weirdness yeah, don't be, color your don't be dumb. enjoyment it's a great comic great comic so good. great character uh, on the cover of Indestructible Hulk number 20 it says is this the final issue and it is <laughs> it is it oh is the God, final issue uh, it's written by Mark Wade, art by Joe Bennett and this concludes the Humanity Bomb story with the Hulk and his team going after the Hive, who have kidnapped Randall Jessup, who is now an Inhuman. They're trying to free him. Hulk does a lot of smashing, a lot of science used here, a lot of inventiveness. Uh, big status quo changes. Um, characters left where we did not expect them to leave, and Hulk's relationship with S.H.I.E.L.D. changed uh, leading up to a big cliffhanger ending, which sets up the new series, Hulk, by Mark Wade and Mark Bagley. Yeah. All right. Big launch this week, Iron Patriot number 1 by Alesh Kott and Gary Brown. Colors by Jim Charla, Charla, Charla Lampetus. Nice. There we go. Uh, I freaking love this. I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I liked Alesh's stuff on um, uh, Secret Avengers a lot. But this was new stuff for for me. I don't. I'm not very familiar with his work, and he. I thought he nailed it here. We get some really ominous stuff right in the beginning, but then uh, the meat of this book is really uh, Jim Rhodes and his family, his dad and his niece, mm-hmm. and just talking, and just great conversations, great dialogue, uh, great new characters introduced. Like I, I don't know that we've ever seen his niece before or his I don't dad. Think so, uh, but I really enjoyed that, uh, and a big status quo change for. Uh, Jim's mission, what he's planning on doing and how he's going to you know, be the Iron Patriot and be out there 
helping people, fighting things and whatnot. So really cool stuff and uh, a really ominous ending to the issue. It's silly, but because Don Cheadle plays Jim Rhodes in the Iron Man movies, you know, I always kind of picture Don Cheadle as Jim Rhodes in the comics. Don Cheadle's on the show House of Lies that I like to watch, and he has a very, not totally similar, but kind of similar dynamic with his dad on the show. Oh, yeah. So that was just a weird takeaway. Because I was reading this, I'm like, oh my god, it's like uh, Don Cheadle's character from House of Lies is now Iron Patriot. Crazy. How, how about that? Neither here nor there. Marvel Knights X-Men number five, the big wrap to this series, written and drawn by Bram Revel. We've got Kitty Pride, Rogue, and Wolverine trying to work with these two young mutants who they've discovered over the course of this series, one of whom can control people's actions, the other of whom can conjure up memories and make them real. They're trying to take back this town. They're trying to get both girls under control. Tons of cameos from X-Men villains of the past, X-Men of the past, some really great stuff with uh, characters we haven't seen in a while, some of whom may not be around anymore. Uh, so this was a cool done-in-one story. It'll be interesting to see how it reads completed, how it reads in trade, and there's a nice little letter from Brom Revel at the end. Marvel Universe Ultimate Spider-Man number 24, the episode Awesome by Man of Action and Eugene Sun is adapted by our boy Joe Caramagna. Juggernauts in this issue, check it out. All right, on to Miracle Man number four by the original writer with art by Alan Davis and Gary Leach. Uh, so this is a huge one in the Miracle Man saga because you find out the origins of Miracle Man, Young yeah. Miracle Man, and Kid Miracle Man, where their powers come from, what the real story is behind it. Also, the some of the story behind why the crazy incidents that stopped them from you know being... I, I don't want to say killed because only one of them was killed, but... Uh, we don't know what's going on with the Miracle family. Yeah, the Miracle family. Big stuff. Uh, you've got, uh, what's his what's his butt, this guy? Um, Evelyn Cream? Yeah, Evelyn Cream with the sapphire teeth. Love that. Ah, so cool. He, um, he sort of flips and starts working with Miracle Man, so there's some really cool stuff. Uh, and then we get introduced to Big Ben, which is just a tragic Ugh. character. Yeah. It's really, really sad, uh, really cool uh then we get a warpsmith story uh which i'll be honest i didn't know what the hell was going on but it was really cool it was gorgeous art and uh it was just another neat little trippy story from uh from i guess this is what the early 80s yeah 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 this, this is probably my favorite uh of our collected miracle man issues so far yeah i really liked that yeah all the stuff with learning the origin the big Ben stuff is crazy and then the backups were neat, too. This is probably my favorite Warps in the story so far. I really liked Gary Leach's art on that one. Yeah, so definitely check that out. Uh, over to New Avengers number 16 point now by John Hickman and Mr. Rags Morales. Yeah, hey, uh, welcome pretty back. Pretty cool, yeah. Uh, so it's it really, like, the, the bookends to this issue are Namor and Black Panther talking about incursions, talking about, you know, these alternate realities... And then they start, they actually observe one of these realities, and we get to, well, a number of these realities, and we get to see this totally different group of characters, like, they're all archetypes, they, mm -hmm. you know, they, they sort of fit the molds of other characters we'd be familiar with, but they're, you know, really weird, different versions, uh, I'm trying to remember all the characters' names, um, anyway, they're, they're super cool, and you see... You know, them fighting against the incursions, fighting against these, you know, incredible powers, and what can our new Avengers take away from that? It's 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 kind of crazy. And, um, yeah, they do... You see a glint 
in Namor's eye mm. by the end that like hmm kind maybe of, it's kind of disturbing uh, a little bit Origin 2, number four, written by Kieran Gillen, art by Adam Kubert. Logan is trying, with Creed and Clara, to assimilate himself back into society. He's starting to reveal some of what happened to him in the first Origin, but every so often he just snaps and things are not going well. At the same time, we've got the Creed-Clara dynamic. We don't know really what's going on there. Clara has clearly taken a liking to Logan, which is never good uh, when a female character, or really any really character... Any- no um, one should know. Yeah. Know so, yeah, stuff happens to Clara in this issue. We do learn the tie between her and Creed, and by the end of the issue, the character dynamic in this book has changed once again as Sinister has sent his marauders and bad stuff happens. Revolutionary War Omega, written by Andy Lanning and Alan Cowsell, art by Rich Elson, which is always welcome. This is the wrap to the eight chapter. Marvel UK comeback story and really turned out to be a poignant final chapter. Uh, focus on Killpower, who's been missing for most of this. We find out what really happened to him oh. after he supposedly went dead. It's really hard. Uh, you know, he's basically, I didn't know Killpower. The deal on him is basically he's a kid in a grown up crazy body, got stuck in hell, took up with the wrong people, uh, the wrong crowd. It's tough, uh, prototypically you know? Mephisto. Hell's just like high yeah. school. It's just like high school. So you've got Kill Power basically coming down back to Earth to take it over. Uh, we see what's going on with the U.S. heroes. There's just a crazy demon incursion going on. U.K. heroes get free. They each get a chance to show their stuff. They try to go against Kill Power, and he's just too much for them. One character is able to get to Kill Power. Um, if you're familiar with Marvel U.K., you may be able to guess who it is. Um, but I'll leave it up in the air for those of you who've just been reading Revolutionary War. I want more of that character in other books, I'll be honest. Yeah, I want a lot of these characters. A lot of these characters, but that one in particular. Yeah, so really cool story. I think this lived up to the promise that we were hoping for. See, the UK heroes really operate in a different way (laughs) than the US heroes, which is kind of neat. They have their own identity. Hello, we're going to shoot you. Yeah, and then we get a nice little wrap-up epilogue showing where all these characters are now and hopefully some people will pick up these stories and run them because there's a lot of potential here definitely all right on to savage wolverine number 16 and you were just talking about people getting no, caught up boy. with wolverine and bad things idea, happening guys. And sadness and death and horror yeah that's pretty much this issue another great noir story from richard eisenhoff uh you know wolverine back in ye olden days of was 20s i would say yeah 1933 no it's the prohibition era right right, right i don't know right. i wasn't around uh, uh, Wolverine is just caught up in something, and uh, the kids he's sort of with and protecting, it's just... I mean, if you think about what's going to happen to these people, yeah. it's not going to end not well. Good. And uh, it's a gorgeous book. Uh, well, I think we have one more story from Richard coming up. Uh, on to another big number one issue this Woo-hoo. week. Woo! Silver Surfer number one by Dan Slott, Mike Allred, Laura Allred. Uh, we get introduced to a brand new character who will play a huge part in this series. Well, she was in the point one issue. Yes, but this right? is her first chronological appearance because this yeah. takes place before the point one issue. Right, and her name is. Uh, it's not Eve. Is it Eve? Eve. Yeah. Two of them. There's two. Uh, anyway, twins. there's these these sisters. They're not twins. These sisters. You get introduced. Twins? To the, no, not one's a little twins. bit older, I think. Right. That's what I got out of it. All right. That's what I. This book is a, a nigga. got out of it. Anyway, uh, so this girl, she's sort of tied to where she lives with her family. She doesn't. She leads a somewhat sheltered life. 
So that's part of the story. Then you've got Silver Surfer doing his Silver Surfer thing out in yep. space, helping people, getting worshipped as a god, as he, you know, he is wont to do. Then he gets roped into some craziness. We get this amazing double this page is, spread. This is the best double page spread I've seen in, I can't even remember one. It's ridiculous. Uh, behold the Empiricon, this crazy planet that it's the single greatest destination in the galaxy as they say and it is amazing and it's super weird and it's always been hidden from Galactus and his heralds because they don't want Good it to reason. get aided yeah. you know uh, and so now the herald is there there's some fishiness going on uh, you will see how uh, the first character gets brought into everything uh, what Silver Surfer's up against there he's there for a reason and you know he's the silver surfer so he's probably going to be able to handle it but it will be a bumpy ride uh so yeah it's going to be fun this was a terrific first issue uh if you like dan slot's work you're going to love it if you like the all reds you're going to love it if you like doctor who you're going to love it if you like silver surfer you're going to love it it's got a lot of stuff going on it's really as fun. great as the all reds were on ff and they were great they really take it up to 11 in this book it's like, you can tell they've been itching to draw them some Silver Surfer, and yeah. Dan just gives them a great script. Hell yeah. Excellent all around. More Dan Slott, who, along with Christos Gage, writes Superior Spider-Man number 30, art by Giuseppe Camuncoli. Uh, this is the penultimate chapter of Goblin Nation. As always with Superior Spider-Man, there is so much stuff going on. I can't really recap it properly other than to just kind of give bullets, which is the two Spider-Men, Superior and 2099, teaming up trying to go against the spider slayers doesn't end well for one of them back in the mindscape peter parker is trying to break free of dr osterhutz's memories the avengers are also fighting spider slayers uh there's some stuff going on with liz osborne liz allen kind of a neat little faint here that i don't know what's going on there and then what happens midway through is uh superior spider-man faces the goblin at last, or he faces his machinations and becomes aware of something. I'm going to tread very carefully here. <laughs> Superior Spider-Man becomes aware of something, makes a decision, and it leads to the final page of this issue. Literally, I was close to, like, tears, jumping up and down. I wasn't Just, expecting it to happen this issue. Yes. It's something that happens this issue that we all knew was going to happen, but we didn't think it was going to happen yeah. this soon. And it was a great surprise. This was just all cylinders awesome. And, and this is our other exercise book of the week because, for no additional charge, you also get to read Black Widow number one, which was awesome. Oh, so good. Just a, just a killer book all around. Speaking of, Superior Spider-Man Team-Up, number 11, written by Kevin Shinnick. Book ends by Marco Cicchetto, but the bulk of the book is written by Ron Friends. And this was kind of a neat little It was surprise. drawn by Ron Friends. Yes, it was drawn by Ron Friends. Uh, written with art. He writes with his pictures. He writes with his <laughs> visuals. Uh, <laughs> this is such a great book. Yeah. This is super fun. This I didn't know. I didn't really know what no. this was going in. So it's a flashback story of when Norman Osborn was thought to be dead, living it up in Europe, wearing outfits like this. Yeah, he wears a vest like he nobody vest. else. He invites Otto Octavius to Europe to come scheme with him, and they've never really interacted before. Did you say skiing? Scheme. Or ski. They might I have, hope they went I don't skiing. know what they did off-panel. But it's cool because these are two characters who, aside from Goblin Nation, have never really interacted, and they make a point of that. They're like, you know, we're Spider-Man's two greatest enemies, but we've always kind of steered clear of each other. 
Goblin doesn't really play well with anybody. Dr. Octopus has always had underlings like Sinister Six. So they decide to work together and end up becoming buddies, which is crazy. It's like this weird buddy movie. I would watch that movie. Oh, it was so good. And, you know, Kevin Shinnick is a comedy writer, so you get a lot of comedy in here. Um, but he gets really dark. Like, just because of Norman Osborn's personality, and you realize how comparatively stable Dr. Octopus yeah. is. He is like, you know, this crazy dude with tentacles, but he is rock solid. But he's really happy. He's never had a friend before. Now he's got Norman Osborn, who's his friend, but he's crazy. And they clash. They make up. That's a lot. This is only part one of a two-part story, so I'm really excited for part two of this story. Yeah. What a nice little that came surprise. Out of nowhere. It was yeah, terrific. right? Those are the best. Okay, uh, away from Superior Spider-Man, over the Ultimate Universe, we've got Survive, with an exclamation mark after it. Uh, number one, written by Brian Bendis, wonderful art by Joe Quinones, really cool to see him doing interiors, and this is the aftermath of Cataclysm. We have the funeral, Captain America, we have Iron Man delivering the eulogy, we find out what's coming up next for Monica Chang, for S.H.I.E.L.D., for Kitty Pride, for Reed Richards, for Sue Storm, for Miles Morales... Uh, and for the Ultimates. For the Ultimates, and what the future of the Ultimates is going to be. So really, this is the bridge book. If you enjoy Cataclysm, got to check this out. It's really a nice coda to that and to what's coming in the Ultimate Universe so far. If you're looking forward to Miles Morales' Ultimate Spider-Man, to all-new Ultimates, to Ultimate FF, this is the book where they all get set up. So definitely a key touchstone book for a lot of stuff. Yeah. All right, final book of the week is Uncanny Avengers number 18 point now. The first part of uh, the Avenge the Earth storyline. Crazy. Uh, so you've got the the mutants have been raptured to Planet X, or I think that's what we're calling Planet it. Planet X. Planet X. Mutants are raptured. Alex confirms. Yeah. Uh, this is Rick Remender writing Daniel Cunha doing amazing art as he is wont to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we've got... It's very Havoc centric. It's Havoc being chased All by. All the Havoc you could want. Yeah, chased by the Blob and Pyro. Blob can move. That yeah. dude can boogie. He's got agility for a big man. Yeah, he's he's like. If Dusty Rhodes yeah. were like te- a thousand pounds heavier, but like still as agile. <laughs> he's, and like, still he's like, go watch, go watch some old uh, Mid South. It's like oh, watching yeah. One Man Gang or, or Big Bubba. Yeah. And he can really fly. Hell yeah. Um, and it, it's really cool. We've got. You know, this mutant planet and all the perils that go in with it. We get to see uh, Havoc having developed a, a relationship with Wasp, which yeah, I think is what? so cool. There's just a great little bit I really love there. in here, because I know this is a remember thing, because he loves Secret Wars. It was the first comic he ever read. And Wasp uh, refers to Magneto as her ex-boyfriend, which is, they literally just made out once in Secret Wars, <laughs> and that's him calling that back which I enjoyed crazy tongue action I don't know they didn't draw it that graphically oh that's too bad Uh, anyway we got super weird great stuff going on and then man the final page oh what the final page these guys so good uh, I don't want to spoil it. Uh, if you've seen some of the press we're doing, you've, yeah, we you've already seen it. For the next but uh, if you haven't, I won't spoil it here for you now, but it's going to be dope. Great last page. All right, we made it. Holy we crap. A lot of comics. So from the week. Oh, God. What? Uh, a lot of good ones. Uh, I'm torn between all new Ghost Rider mm-hmm. and Silver Surfer. Mm. Uh, a there's a torn. lot of great books in here, but I think yep. those are the ones that. Stuck with me the most. And Iron Patriot is a big week for number ones that yeah. I really dug. Yeah, I, all those are good. So I'll 
spread my love other places. Uh, I really liked Cap Homecoming. I really liked Hawkeye. Come on, man. Just let, <laughs> it, let it go. I didn't say anything. Just I'm just doing some DDP yoga stretching. Uh, Superior Spider-Man team up. What a nice surprise. But you know what? My favorite of the week uh, was Superior Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. I really, yeah, I really yeah, enjoyed that. that. Pff, I really, for sure. I was, it was a Dan Slott kind of week. Silver Surfer and Superior Spider-Man. Like Dan never has two books out in a week because he only writes Spider-Man. And now he writes another one, and it comes out the same week, and they're both awesome. Crazy. He's going to explode from doing for, all the work. For him. All right, collections on sale this week. Cable and X-Force, Volume 4, Vendettas in Trade. Daredevil, End of Days in Trade. Great series. Phantom X, Max in Trade. Marvel Masterworks, Rawhide Kid, Volume 1 in Trade Paperback. Pew, 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 Check pew. that out now. Spider-Man by Roger Stern, Omnibus in Hardcover. That sounds fun. Uncanny Avengers, Volume 3, Ragnarok Now, Hardcover. Pick that up, and then you can jump right into what's going on in yeah. Avenge the Earth. Uncanny X-Force Volume 3, The Great Corruption in Trade, and Wolverine by Jason Aaron, The Complete Collection Volume 2, also in Trade. Very cool. Uh, Digital books out this week. You know, one thing we forgot to mention last week, Mm -hmm. the uh, Ms. Marvel Infinite comic. Oh, yeah. Freebie. It took uh, some of the elements from the all-new Point Now... All new Marvel. All new Marvel now. now point, point one. Now. Well, yeah, that point, point one. There's a lot of points. That one shot, and we adapted it into uh, Infinite Comic, and Sweet. it works really well. It was really cool. I believe that's still free on the Marvel app, so go grab that. Uh, in addition to that, we've got Deadpool: The Gauntlet, Infinite Comic number twelve out this week. All the books we talked about here. Um, you we know, got a Silver Surfer Infinite Comic too. Silver Surfer Infinite. Yep, that's yeah. a similar thing. It's. Uh, I believe it's part of the Point Now story yep. done in a new format, so it's it's really cool. Check those out. Now Point One, not Point Whatever. Point Now, point one, now, now point one, Point One, Point Now, One, All point New Now. Point INH, Point INF. Yeah, Point learn Pizza. The, learn the language. Uh, no, I got too much going on. Okay, also on sale, the original Avengers series 41 through 50, as well as Avengers Annual number 1, the very first one. Captain America original series 115 through 139. Fantastic Four from 1997, 503 through 513. Collections on sale this week on the app. Daredevil Born Again, awesome. Spider-Man Masks, Stormbreaker, Saga of Better A Bill. Oh, I love that too. Good week. Submariner, The Depths, I love that series. Holy crap, what a week. Time Storm, 2009, 2099. I remember that back from five years ago. Wow, I remember covering that. Uncanny Avengers Volume 3, Ragnarok Now, and Uncanny X-Men, The New Age, Volume 2, The Cruelest Cut, which has a really long title. Yes. Uh, and on the Marvel Unlimited app, we've got A-plus-X, number 12, Avengers, number 20, from the 2012 series, Infinity Heist, number 1, Savage Wolverine, number 8, Secret Avengers, number 9, Superior Carnage, number 3, Superior Spider-Man, number 18, Thor, God of Thunder, number 13. That's a that's a humdinger of an issue. Humdinger. Uh, Thunderbolts, number 15. Ultimate Comics X-Men number 31, Uncanny X-Men number 12, Wolverine and the X-Men number 36, and Young Avengers numero 10. Holy X-Men. Yes. Yes, indeed, Rooney. Yeah. Um, all right, Ben, we got news. What do we news. got? News. Boy, do we have news. All right, on Monday, we made a huge announcement of something that's going to be happening in November. We had a press call with Dan Slott and Nick Lowe to talk about Spider-Verse, which is a really exciting series. It's going to be taking place in the pages of Amazing Spider-Man, spilling out into various spinoffs, kind of like Spider-Island, kind of like most of the Spider-Man events from a little while back. Released this gorgeous Gabriel Del Odo piece with pretty much every Spider-Man you can imagine. Uh, the promise from Dan Slott is that this is a story featuring every Spider-Man ever. So if they appeared in a What If, 
if they appeared in an alternate universe, if they appeared in a TV show that we own the rights to, um, they're fair game. Uh, just some of the people you mentioned, Spider-Man 1602 is going to be in it, Miles Morales is going to be in it, Spider-Ham is going to be in it. Um, Japanese Spider-Man. Japanese Spider-Man is going to be in it. They're all featured there. So many others. It sounds super cool. Morlin is the villain. Slot's really excited about it. Uh, Olivia Coipel is going to draw it. So that's cool. He has not worked on Spider-Man before. They're getting really excited, um, and they've been pimping this all week. And, of course, long way before it happens. doesn't happen until November, but we will be talking it up between now and then. And speaking of spider stuff, just today we released an exclusive sketchbook from Ramon Perez from Spider-Man Learning to Crawl featuring a new character named Clash. It's going to be a new villain. Retro, retroactively, I'm going to say retrospectively, but that would be wrong. Retroactively inserted into Spider-Man's past. He's one of the first villains he ever faced. Is that is that like a, a reverse retcon? So instead of yeah. taking something out, we put something yeah, it's in? it's a reverse retcon. Yeah. It's a, it sounds dirty. It's very dirty. I'll tell you more about it after the show. <laughs> uh, more original Sin stuff. We announced tie-ins for Mighty Avengers. It's going to involve heavily the Blue Marvel and Luke Cage's dad. Hell yeah. What? Deadpool. Some stuff going on with his family. Uh, these are, you know, all the original Sentai's reveal secrets, uh, and we'll have more rolling out next week. Secrets. We did a lot to do with Atlas Comics this week. I think this is the most we've ever talked about Atlas <laughs> Comics ever. Um, USA. We did USA. a great retrospective piece last week from Jim Beard looking at Atlas, kind of the forgotten era of Marvel, the 1950s. And all week, Ryan Panago's brainchild, we've been counting down the top 10 Atlas monsters. I keep sending you the links. I know you've been having fun with that. Oh, it's so good. And good ones. Goom and Googam went up yesterday. That's the way it should be. Who knows? He's going to be number one. We, uh, I mean, I, right. we know. We, we know he's going to be yeah. number one. We've also had Goom, Googam, Human Robot. It's been in there. <laughs> Sprag was up in there. The best names of characters ever. The Stone Men, who, uh, not the Stone Men from Saturn, the freelancer. I'm going to call them out right here. Paul Montgomery wrote me a whole entry on the Stone Men from Saturn. They were Thor villains. They weren't Atlas villains. These were different. <laughs> uh, the Colossus, who is not Colossus. No, Somebody he's gri- like, ah, the big It's the Living Colossus. Yeah, it's the Living Colossus. Great names. Uh, and finally, last week, Blake spoke with Aisha T- Tyler from Archer. And it was a really cool interview, so I wanted to call it out here, because if you haven't read it, that was a fun read. She knows her stuff when it comes to comics. Yeah, she's and, awesome. Yeah, she's just awesome in general. Um, oh man, there's so much stuff. I'm Captain America-ing all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, next week, New York Stock Exchange. We're ringing the bell. Sebastian Stan and Chris Evans together. I'm going to be there. I'm going to take some pictures and tweet it out and all that good stuff. Uh, that should be a hoot. Uh, there's so much Captain America stuff going on. Um, you can actually, if you are a Marvel Avengers Alliance player, you can log on to the game on the Facebooks, and you'll see a little thing to watch a uh, special Captain America, an exclusive video. You can watch that. It is pretty spoilery if you're not ready for that, but uh, it's awesome, and it gets you one gold. Uh, so everybody likes a little free gold. Get that gold. Get that gold. Uh, so much Captain America stuff. Mark, I'm sure, will will drop knowledge on it right now. Oh, Amy Acker coming to Agency Shield yeah, as a cellist. That's exciting. I don't know much about her, but she seems awesome. She was on Angel. She was on Dollhouse. So she's done a lot of Joss Whedon stuff. Perfect. She was great. She's very likable as far as character actor, but she's got some range, which she showed on Dollhouse. I know she was in Much Ado About Nothing, um, which was also Much a Ado. project. Yeah. I think she was on... There's on another TV show recently, but I don't remember which one. Nice. I think it was Person of Interest. Sure. I don't know. 
Uh, it's gonna be awesome. Don't watch um, it. I'm telling you guys, make sure you watch Marvel's Agents of Shield. Mm. Uh, the new episode comes yes. out April 1st, Sunday, uh, Tuesday night. I'll be live tweeting, but you do not want to miss it or any of the next. So, I mean, we're seven in a row, and that's the yeah. that's the final run in the season. Yep. Um, big time. Big time. All right, we're going to kick it over to Mark for more news right now. Hello there this week in Marvelites. This is Marvel.com editor Mark Strom coming to you from beautiful, sunny, always gorgeous Los Angeles with the latest in everything Marvel from out here on the West Coast, beginning with everything we've got coming up on air this week. First up, on Sunday, we've got a full hour of new episodes inside Marvel Universe on Disney XD, beginning with an all-new episode of Marvel's Hulk and the Agents of Smash, entitled Strangers in a Strange Land. And anytime you have the word strange twice in a title, it's not an unfair assumption to think that Doctor Strange may be popping up, and he is. And of course, with Strange comes one of his biggest baddies, Dormammu. So, we've got the Hulks teaming up with Strange against Dormammu. It gets big. Then, at 8.30 a.m. inside Marvel Universe on Disney XD, we've got an all-new episode of Marvel's Avengers Assemble called By the Numbers. This is a really, really big Avengers versus Cabal episode. It's a really big turning point in the season in terms of the Avengers coming together as a team or whether or not they're able to come together as a team, as well as a big turning point in... Tony's career as the Avengers leader, so you won't want to miss that. And then, next Tuesday, April 1st, we're back with all new episodes of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We've got seven straight weeks of new episodes leading up to the finale. It all begins this April 1st, this Tuesday, with an episode appropriately entitled The End of the Beginning. So, is... I, oof, I don't know how to talk about this episode without spoiling too much. I can say that Deathlock is back, Agent Hand is back, Agent Sitwell is back, Agent Garrett is back, Agent Triplet is back, Agent Blake is back. It's a big, big, big action-packed episode. We showed it at Paley Fest, our Paley Fest event this past Sunday, which I'll be talking about more shortly. Um, and it got a huge, huge reaction from the audience there is a lot that is revealed, a lot of bigger questions that are posed. This really tees up some huge revelations coming up in the series. This episode, you really, really don't want to miss. Well, this episode and the next episode. These next two episodes are very, very big and important and exciting. So, jumping from... Actually, yeah, jumping from there to Paley Fest, which I was just talking about. This past Sunday, we had a Paley Fest event for Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Of course, the entire cast got up on stage for a Q&A with moderator Felicia Day, as well as the executive producers Marissa, Marissa Tantrone, Jed Whedon, Jeffrey Bell, and Jeff Loeb. Lots of cool stuff we live-tweeted from the event. Like I say, we showed the next new episode. Huge response to that. Just things are going to get very, very big from here on out. And, yeah, you 
like I say, just don't want to miss it. Also out this week is Avengers Confidential, Black Widow and Punisher, an all-new feature-length anime film that brings, well, as you can probably assume from the title, Black Widow and Punisher together. And, of course, we also have the Avengers in there. We've got Hulk, Iron Man, Captain Marvel, Captain America, Thor. It's a really big, action-packed movie you can get now on Blu-ray, DVD, or digital download. We will be bringing you more from that soon. We've got some behind-the-scenes art. We've got the screenshot gallery and probably some little bit more. Um, then, jumping over into the world of Marvel's Captain America the Winter Soldier, because of course we are just a little more than a week away from that opening, as I'm talking to you right now, Chris Evans and Sebastian Stan will be ringing the opening bell at the New York Stock Exchange this Tuesday, April 1st. We will, of course, be bringing you coverage from the floor of the Stock Exchange, so keep your eyes out for that. And we have just been releasing a ton of awesome stuff from this movie this past week. I can't even really fully keep track of y'all. We had a new featurette that focused on the Winter Soldier and his history, a new clip featuring the Black Widow just taking guys down and being awesome. We've got new interviews with the Rousseau brothers, who directed the film, as well as Anthony Mackie, who plays the Falcon, along with some new behind-the-scenes shots and some new images of Mackie as Falcon. We had a video put together from the London premiere of the film that happened last week that you can check out now on Marvel.com or our YouTube page. We revealed a new character poster featuring Emily Van Camp as Agent 13. Like I say, just tons of really big, cool stuff, and I can tell you we are not slowing down. There will be a lot more coming your way in the next week. Finally, tapping everything off in the realm of news, we announced that Amy Acker will play the famed cellist that stole Coulson's heart. Of course, in Marvel's The Avengers, Coulson makes reference to a cellist that he is seeing now, we get to meet her, and she is Amy Acker. That is in an upcoming episode of Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. We will be bringing you the first interview and photo of Amy Acker as Audrey, the cellist, later today. I am working on immediately after recording this. So you can check all that out to get more details, and it's safe to say that we will have some more big, awesome S.H.I.E.L.D. news coming up for you in the next few days and the next week. So that pretty much covers everything I've got for now. As always, I thank you for listening. I wish you a splendor first weekend, a splendor first er week, and... I will chat with you once again in seven more days. All right. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it all. Uh, Time for this week in Marvel questions and comments. Guys, if you have any questions and comments while you're listening to this, while you're doing anything about Marvel, use the hashtag ThisWeekInMarvel. Tweet it out, and we'll use it in our next episode where we collect these, which will be in two weeks. Next week, we've got our This Week in Marvel Unlimited Reading Club of Captain America the Winter Soldier, which uh, please make sure you're reading that on Marvel Unlimited with the adaptive audio to really get the experience because we're going to talk about that a bit and it's going to be sweet all right jumping right into stuff we've got alan wilkinson first up he's uh, got a picture he says insert robin hood theme of choice here one down two to go he just recruited fandrel 
they just released Hogan recently. Hogan was PvP, and now you can get Volstag. Oh, so Hogan was PvP. Yeah, Hogan was a PvP prize, so oh, yeah, none, of us, none of us got him. No. Um, but Volstag you can get right now. It's one of those little like side quest deals, like, hey, you got Sunfire. Nice. So that's, yeah. Yeah. How did you do on PvP? I got gold. Yeah. I, I basically, once we got the that weapon, I just stopped. Yeah, the weapon was a letdown. It was a letdown. Yeah. But uh, Fandral is actually awesome. Yeah. I really like Fandral. He's um, the first, I, as far as I know, the first character who is able to be two classes at the same time. He's a tactician and an infiltrator at the same time. So if you have a blaster and a uh, tactician on the same team you're going after, you can attack either of them. And he has all the benefits for both. So hmm. he's pretty He's pretty dope. Enjoy Does he have the one. weaknesses for both as well? Uh, I don't think so. What? I think he's all good, but I could be wrong. Hmm. Uh, Mutant and Proud tweets, Just realized I have been listening to you guys for 100 episodes as of episode 142. That's a little ways off. Wait, yeah, we're not there yet. What's, what's we'll that? be there. It's We're going to get 16, there. 18 episodes away. So, 18? Uh, yeah, so that's a while. four and a half months from now. Yeah, <laughs> that's we'll little... ce- yeah big celebration coming up. Yeah, four remind us again at the 142 mark. Yeah, sometime around late summer. Yeah. We'll get really excited about that. All right, a bunch from Kyle Charles, Johnny Timpulse. Captain Marvel number one was amazing. This one is a keeper. When did Carol and Rhodey become a couple? I think they make a good couple. Uh, off camera, off panel. And we talked to Kelly Sue DeConk about that on an upcoming podcast. Yeah, we had a great convo with Kelly Sue. Good, con- awesome. good convo. Yeah, yeah. Good chit chat. Chase is such a tool, but in a funny way. Avengers Undercover is going to be awesome. Great. Yeah. Finally got around to reading Sabretooth Reborn on Marvel Unlimited. Question Did Creed actually die in evolution? If you have read Sabretooth Reborn, I would think you would have the answer to that. Did you read evolution? Yeah, because they explain it. Yeah. They do explain. Go back and go back and look at the details. Finish the first three books. Don't lose your head about it, though. It's very, it's very coy, right? It's very coy. Am I right? Yeah, no, I got you. Okay. Look at, good, look at him. Look at the intern. <laughs> He's liking it. Yeah, he loves it. Finish the first three books in the Annihilation Conquest story arc. Pretty awesome so far. How did I miss this before? Now, it came out a few years ago at this point, but yeah, yeah I mean, Conquest was fun. Yeah, our first one of our first twins was uh, original twin URC was yeah. Annihilation. So we, you know, and we told Conquest. you guys to read Conquest and all that stuff. Just getting around to it now. Goodness. Oof. Finally got around to reading Superior Spider-Man 29, and whoa. What's your reaction going to be for yeah, 30? 30, that's going to be crazy. Yeah. An awesome time at the Captain America Blue Carpet event in London. Chris Evans is such a dude. He's definitely a dude. He's a dude. So, so Kyle was there. That's very cool. That's great. Finished all the minis leading up to Annihilation Conquest. I'm starting to like Marvel Cosmic stuff. Hell cool, man. yeah. Just to help you out from there, it goes from Annihilation Conquest to War of Kings to Realm of Kings, Realm of Kings to Thanos Imperative. Yeah. So keep if you want to keep reading the big events and also of course the Nova and Guardians DNA series are cool too and those are starting to be released. So Richard Riderfell is pretty cool. Hell yeah! But I prefer Sam's helmet. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know which helmet I prefer. I'm just kidding. I yeah, prefer I was about to say, what? Are you kidding me? No, Sam's helmet is second best. I think Cosmo is my favorite telepathic space dog from this day onwards. It's, a, it's tough, it's right? Tough. There's so many to choose from, yeah. but yeah, I agree. Captain America, the Winter Soldier was freaking awesome, worth only getting three hours sleep for. Yeah, uh, I'm going to see it the second time next week. Yep. You're going to see the first, right? First, yes. Uh, 
You're coming? I'm going yeah, to the 4 o'clock speech. There you go. Nice. Yeah. Very good. Excellent. Yeah, we're very excited about that. Uh, all right. Haywood says, last week, Twim was all-new X-Men 24, an all-out brawl, and maybe we see Gene be the strongest of them all. Uh, yeah, once yeah. you read Guardians, you'll you'll have... I don't know what Hulk would have to say about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Haywood says, hope Spec Op went good for you guys. I did bad this round. Oh, that's too bad. Spec oh, yeah, Spec Op was a blast. It was a breeze. That's the Apocalypse one? Yeah. Did I you like get... We, I feel like we had, like, 50 days on that. If, yeah, it felt forever. It felt forever. Uh, did you get the Iceman? No. Oh, I, I went playing. all the you way. You went all the that. way? Yeah. Yeah, I, I... Other things to do. Yeah, sure. Because I want to complete the chapters because I want to get Captain Marvel. So I want to get through, get... My I'm starting to get Daredevil. back into chaptering. Yeah, I was like, all right. I, that's why I was like, all right, I'll do as much as I want in the spec op. I'm sure I can get this costume down the line. I don't really care about getting the PvP. Yeah. I'm going to focus on chapters because I know the next, you know, there'll be another flurry of things happening. Soon, oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, the the cap stuff, which we announced yeah. at South by, it's pretty soon. That's coming up soon. So yeah, so. I, I gotta clear some clear some time for shoresies. Uh, Haywood said, "Good luck on final day of PvP." Didn't need it. No. <laughs> and he finally says, "Last week, term of the week was Iron Man twenty three. The way uh, Kieran Gillen mixes things and Tony's hate of magic, it's a great mix. Absolutely excellent." Robert Nolan says, "Just saw a Marvel YouTube clip of." Agent M interviewing Stan Lee. Thanks yeah. for a great, great clip. Thank good you, interview. Robert. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, you know, Stan was into it. He had fun. So that's that's what matters to me. Uh, Robert says some of the Horizon Labs UK. One year on after they officially met at Ellis Comic Con, it has a picture oh, of everybody cool. meeting with Dan Slott. Very, Slott. very cute. James Leverino says to us, the next time you're in Mexico, hit up Comic X. Ask for the Iron Man table. I've never been to Mexico. That been looks Mexico? like. Uh, no, I've sadly never been to Mexico. Well, I was in Mexico when I was a little kid for yeah. like a vacation. Mm. Well, if we ever go to Mexico, yeah. we'll hit up Comic X. Yes. It says, this evening's walk powered by This Week in Marvel podcast. Yeah. Very nice. You need a montage of us. Like, yeah. we're talking about yeah. Spider-Man. And over there, it's Thor. Oh, my God. So many Dan Slot books this week. <laughs> Ollie. Quicksilver runs at almost light speed, then punches someone. Forced going through the blow, surely he breaks a knuckle. I don't know what the super science is on that, but there's some reason. I, you know, I no. I, if you're trying to put real world science, yes, he would probably. Yeah, that's what I'm Obliterate his his fist, but you're saying the super science. If, if you, something, you you don't have problems of him running at almost light right, speed, right, 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 but you have a problem with him punching something. Yeah. <clears throat> It's okay. I think it all works. I think he has some sort of like friction field around himself sure. that protects yes. him. Let's go with that. Let's go with that. Okay. Stella Thompson, is there a recent or upcoming point now issue of Hawkeye? I really want to get him bored, but I'm not sure I can just jump in. Uh, no point now issue for Hawkeye. Honestly, read from the start. That's such a good book. There's no yeah. There's yeah. no point in jumping on. Just just read it. Well, you could jump on. You I always can, tell people who are like, I want to. I'm you know. We we jumped into comics, you know, right. headfirst when we were younger, yeah. and like we just we we worked backwards, we worked around, we dove in yeah. and, and went. From I guess there. yeah. So pick up the most recent issue and see what you like. But honestly, like Hawkeye is one of those rare books where I'm just like, get it all. Oh yeah, it's no, so you good. should read it all because it's pretty terrific. And if you're a Marvel Unlimited subscriber, you, you can, can get read it a, all. You can get most of the series yeah. right now. Also from Stella, I loved Hawkeye and Secret Avengers issue one, but my twin of the week would have to be Captain Marvel. All right. So good. Hell yeah, Stella. Yeah. All right. Christopher Short says, I never noticed the, Dunder the Thunderbolts have H... 
What does the Thunderbolts have? Have? I don't know. It was called the Crucible. I dig Crucible. it. Crucible. I dig it. I don't know what H-A-V-E. You have to, you have to get, get back to us on that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, he says, they, what? they drive around like a van. Yeah. What the, in all caps, he says, what the frack happened to Ghost Rider and Thunderbolts number 23? What the frack and frack? Uh, I don't. I don't Is that know. the one where he, he turned red? Yeah, he just turned his he hair turned red. red. He can do that. His flame power. hair? Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, whatever. He does things. Um, Secret Avengers number one was amazing. I did not expect to like it, but can't wait to read number two. Yeah, I think that took a lot of people by surprise. Awesome. Uh, make sure you pre-order your book if you read uh, in print, so we yep. make sure that, that book gets many issues. Yeah. Uh, my friend just pointed out to me Thunderbolt Ross's previous team, Code Red, very similar to Thunderbolts, and my other friend who just started reading told me about Circle yeah. of Four from Venom. Apparently Thunderbolts were destined to be. Yes. Yeah, Code Red also had Elektra and Punisher, yep. so definitely that theme. Also, he made them all dress in red, yep. which he always does. That's Why not? his thing. So yeah, that makes sense. I, you know, he likes what he likes. Yeah, and that's fine. That's cool. He's an older gentleman. Yeah, he has he's... specific tastes. Yeah, he's set in his ways. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, more from Chris. He says, Frank Castle would make the perfect spirit of vengeance. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, what was that Angel Punisher reference from several weeks ago about? I know you don't know what I'm talking about, but I thought I'd give it a shot. Oh, we know. Just forget it. Yeah, don't even talk Enjoy about it, it for being a silly reference yeah, don't, and don't try to research don't it. Don't worry about it's it. It's not worth your time. Yeah. Uh, more from Chris. He says, uh, yet another Jordan White animation in Deadpool number... Uh, I love Jordan cameos. They're yeah, fun. 25 point now. Uh, is the next issue going to be volume 5, number 2, or volume 4, number 26? 26. Yeah, so the, the the big number one on the issue is sort of to help new readers get in to see, oh, this is a this is a start of something. That's really what it is, not necessarily, uh, you know, a new series. Yeah. More from Chris, he says... Um, He's responding to someone. Read something referring to when Frank said he didn't. It's want more to about the angel yeah, stuff. The let's angel just stuff. let's just just gloss uh, over this. Yeah, you don't need to deal with that. Yeah. Uh, more from Chris it says, "Why did Sif call the bus on Shield a flying boat? It's obviously not a boat, and they had planes on Thor too. Hmm. Uh, a boat is actually a common term for a plane. You know, people say, oh, it, look at this guy.' Just a way, like, yeah, get on the boat. Yeah." It, it's a boat. It's a bus. It's a plane. It's all the same thing. It's just jargon. So I wouldn't really stress on it too much. Uh, he says, is Maggot black or blue? I know he's African, but he's definitely blue-looking sometimes. Uh, and then he has a picture. Uh, Here's the thing. I have the answer. Uh, Maggot is blue when he uses his powers. What are his it's powers again? He releases these guys from his intestines, Eenie and Meenie, I think they're called, and uh, they can eat anything, and when they, like, they eat something, they go back inside him, they make him super strong. When he's super strong, he turns blue. When he's done using his powers, which cause him great pain, by the way, uh, he goes back to his normal skin tone. Which is? Black. African, not he's, even African American, no, just African. He's South African, right? South African. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, that's how maggot works. There you go. Um, uh, he has another picture and tweets out that he yeah. changes drastically within a matter of a few pages. So that's some knowledge from Ben Morse. Good stuff. He says, hate to admit it, but I just read my first Daredevil book. It was what? awesome. Daredevil number one. Alex Lopez is mad at you. Yeah. There's a lot of number ones. Never yes. seen him get this upset. Yeah, he's throwing stuff. It's yeah. it's kind of scary. Uh, but yeah, Daredevil, terrific. Glad you enjoyed it, and welcome aboard. Uh, more from Chris, he says, 
The um, lots Same of number, number ones, ones these yeah. days, but it does get the job done. I wouldn't have read Daredevil number thirty uh, to whatever or whatever, but I sure am glad that I read Daredevil number one. Great yes. book. It's working. Yes. Uh, he says, out in all caps, I want to pre-order the trade paperback of Spider-Verse right now. Today, I want to buy that. Please do what you can to make that available. Uh, uh, not much. The story's we, not done yet. I mean, so... Yeah. Let's we'll see what we can do. First issue is many months away. Many so months. We'll get there. Uh, he says, amazing digital collection sale on Comixology. Spider-Island, Captain America, and Thor collections for 2 to $4. Yeah. We yeah. just we want you to Love be able it. to get some good stuff on the cheap. More from Christy says, I wasn't too sure about Ghost Rider number one, uh, all new Ghost Rider number oh, one. Thank you very much. Until the very end. I can't wait to read number two now. Now, he may have read that. I don't know if this tweet came in recently, or I know some stores got theirs last week, so. Whatever. Different ways you could have read it, but yeah. glad you enjoyed it. Yes. Uh, just started reading Spider Island. I'm so excited. Uh, back to Ghost Rider says, New Ghost Rider <laughs> is a perfect candidate for vengeance. No deal with the devil, though. We don't know. Who knows? Yes. Jesus. Yeah, that's my devil voice. Yeah, nice. Uh, and he said, what happened to Phil Urich? Uh, he was so funny and heterosexually cute. Now he's like all evil and stuff. Oh, no. Uh, the fall of Phil Urich went through Runaways, The Loners, and then into Amazing Spider-Man. A lot of ground to cover. Bad yeah, stuff is, happened uh, to him. Yeah. He, had a, he had a tough road to hoe. Tough road. It didn't work out. I would say go go back and read The Loners. Yeah, Loners by, is a good place. by our own C.B. Cebulski. For sure. You get a lot of, it's got a good insight into why Phil turned out the way he did. Yes. Lex Pendragon, talking to Kelly Sue. I love having an inspirational badass for my five-year-old daughter to read. Will Captain Marvel stay kid-friendly? Um, hmm. As kid-friendly as it's been, I mean, there's no real change from how the series was before. So if you thought it was appropriate for your daughter before, it'll continue. To I would imagine, yeah. you know, Kelly Sue also writes within, you know, a mind like what would... What would be something that is not talking down to kids, but is also appropriate, right. you know, for them? Yeah. It should be. Awesome. But I know Captain Marvel was one of those books where a lot of people, when we said we were doing a point now with it, or we're doing all the Marvel now, people were like, "Oh no, is it going to change? Is it going to be completely different?" No, not really. It's uh, you know, new, new direction, focus, new, new direction, stuff, but... but same writer, same character, same general idea. Same with Daredevil. No. Um, some of these are just like, as demonstrated a few uh, comments ago, just giving them a new chance to uh, grab some readers. So. Yeah. There you go. Giant Timbals, Blue Blazes, tell us you're reading the Rich Rider Nova. You'll see whose coattails Kid Nova is riding. Ooh. Interesting. Gauntlet Throne. Stand out of that one. Mm-hmm. Just wait until he and Star-Lord fight Thanos. He's talk- Oh, he's talking to Giant Timbals, yeah, yeah, who's yeah. reading Annihilation. Yep. Just wait until he and Star-Lord fight Thanos. So epic. It's Ben J. Morse's Twitter wallpaper. That's true. It is my Twitter wallpaper because it splits perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and referring to this week's Marvel Point Five podcast, so any of those Golden Age comics he discussed on Unlimited? Yes, it's talking about our interview with Peter Sanderson. Uh, there are a lot of Golden Age comics on Unlimited. Just look at the right, gotta look at the right titles. Look under Captain America comics. Look under Submariner comics, Marvel comics, All Winners comics, All Select. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of a lot of that stuff is available on Digital Comics Unlimited, especially Captain America comics. Nice. We have a huge selection there. Sam Adams, a.k.a. The Nerd, uh, says, who would you want to be cast as Captain Marvel? Um, that's an interesting one. Captain Marvel, you say? Uh, I would want, I don't know, one of the American Gladiators. Lace. Lace, or yeah. Ice. Ice. Yeah. Diamond. <laughs> Any of them. Yeah. They're all great. They're, they're all they're such a range. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, Raph AB says, agree with Sebastian Druid. We need a magic guy with the Avengers in the MCU. Hmm. Uh, unless, I don't, I don't know. Hashtag Captain America. I think he's saying unless something happens. Dun, dun, dun. dun. Yeah. Daniel Tudun says, looking forward to seeing you guys at C2E2. You should do a live cast at the show. Uh, it'll be me and Blake and some of the folks from publishing. Uh, maybe. You know, we've got some cool stuff that we're working on, so we'll see. Yeah. Kieran Duckerty, happy that the cat movie is out on the 26th in the UK. Also happens to be payday. Comics and a trip to the cinema. Huzzah, give us all your money. Cinema, that's what they call the movie theater. Hello, we go to the cinema. Hearing my tweet mentioned on this week, Marvel was so weird. Never hear my own name come from anything I'm listening to. Kieran Doherty. Yeah. There you How go. about that, Kieran Doherty? He's so freaked out right now. Yeah. If it's a he, is that a girl's name? I mean, isn't that the same? Another one of these. Kieran? Another one of these. No, it's he spells it with an O N. So this is different. Oh, Kieran or Kieran? Kieran, please tell us your mm. gender so we don't insult you further. Stephen Barr. Two great stories and cool art people should read in Superior Spider-Man Annual Number 2. And he gives a code. Gives a code and says, go Christos Gage. Yeah, Christos is rocking on the Spider-Man books right now. Yeah. Enjoy Daredevil Number 1 with great art and cool establishing story in San Francisco. Now someone else should enjoy it. Gives another code. Very nice. Very good. Squirrel Boy says, from now on, I will only call him Modoc with three M's. Uh, and he points to a panel from Secret Avengers Number 1. Um, I believe it's from Secret Avengers number one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's I love Modoc in that book. He also says what, this week of Marvel one twenty five point five has been my favorite so far. Cool. Thanks guys, love hearing Peter Sanderson talk about the history of Marvel as do we. Yeah, that was one of our favorites. We'll get a lot more with Peter as the year yep. progresses. He's coming back soon to talk about the Silver Age. So uh, I'm very excited. We're excited. You guys should get excited too. Yeah. Simon Sebs. Assembling a universe, talking about the TV special we have, serves to remind all the Marvel Studios has made making star white men. That's a problem. The call for superhero movies starring women and minorities is getting louder and louder. Marvel would do well to answer that call sooner rather than later. Uh, I can't disagree with you. I won't disagree with you. We're on the same page. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Um, And I do think and and expect that to to change as we go along. It should be happening sooner, but it is what it is. Yeah. Hey, Soprano, do Marvel gods need a specific kind of atmosphere to survive? Would lack of oxygen kill them, or can they breathe anything? There's so many different types of gods. I think it's, you know, yeah. tough to know. They all have different uh, environments. As guardians can seemingly do whatever. Yeah. Eternals seem pretty good. Um, but, you know, it depends. It's, you know, asking two diff- different people. It's like, can this cat survive where this cat survives? <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Sure, <laughs> we're, all, we're, like almost, that. we're almost done. John Dave McCusker. Well, okay. That was outstanding. Well played, Marvel. Well played. Hashtag Captain America the Winter Soldier. Another oh. another European fellow. Hello. Nolan J. Hitchcock. Love the talk with Peter Sanderson. There appear to be at least a few Vagabond appearances on Unlimited. Yes! <laughs> we did it. Oh, we got to go find Vagabond. That's so exciting. Uh, please listen to that podcast if you guys haven't, because that is also the subject of our last tweet from Andrew Roebuck. I love the timely podcast you put out today. Great guest host, Peter Sanderson. He really knew his stuff. That is the truth. For shorties. All right, guys. Thank you so much. All your tweets, comments, uh, all that good stuff. We'll be back with another episode next week. Remember, read Captain Mar- uh, Captain America, The Winter Soldier on Marvel Unlimited. Check out the uh, the adaptive audio. Uh, go see Captain America, The Winter Soldier if you're in 
countries that aren't the U.S. and Canada and some others. Uh, and we'll be back with more next week. This is Marvel, your universe.